Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications? You've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. I wonder if I could make it. It's almost getting to 8 o'clock p.m. And I am still a few more steps away from home to get to my computer to listen to CNT Radio's Cosmopolitan Culture Club. The best of the best music from around the world. Can't wait! I think I made it! Sienna T Radio. Making your day brighter, one song at a time. Or to one night in December. And that was before we said hasta la vista to 2023. And my, my, my. What a difference it makes for teams that the Penguins beat in the opening of their season series against Western Conference teams that they just decide we're going to give you the next one. Penguins fell in this game and we're going to break it all down in just a moment but a reminder of the final score last time these two teams met back in december on the tuesday december 12 2023 pittsburgh emerged victorious by a final score of four to two that out of the way let's get penguins post game Start it right now. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. 
Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showcase scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. I'm PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Penguins 2, Coyotes 5. Welcome in, everybody, to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. I am the host of this, of this program. We will hear a little media availability, most likely from the Pittsburgh side, but... If you'd like to check out Pittsburgh and Arizona, as well as any other team that the Penguins play this season, or have played this season, any other audio that you would like to check out, link links will be in the description of the episode. Like, for example, where you can see the head coach of Today's opponent that we are breaking down as we get ready for a back-to-back that will send us to the All-Star break. So without further ado, as I look here at my uh, notes here, we're going to kick things off right after a quick word from Broadcast Map. In our opening segment with Game Summary, which will be our goals and penalties. And I'll give you some of my thoughts on both goaltenders in Tristan Jari and Connor Ingram. In our middle segment, we'll get into the three stars, game stats of the game, the play of the game, and we'll wrap it all up with our player of the game segment. We call the shake of the game. And then we'll wrap it all up with game pucks of the game. A look around at the other action from Monday night's NHL action. And we'll talk about who the host of our next Penguins postgame will be. And when that show will be. We also will look, as we always do, to the next few games before the All-Star break. And the games after the All-Star break. Before we close out, after a word from Take Another Look. With my final thoughts on this game, more talk about including our next Penguins post game show, and of course, 
final thought, as I said earlier. And of course, that more the details of next Penguins post game show and who is the host will come up when we do quick podcast content announcements, and then we'll sign off from there. With that being said, we will take a quick commercial break, catch our breath, and roll on with the actual opening segment of the program. As we recap, Pens and the Coyotes, game 44 of 82, and of course, broadcast 44 of 82 for Penguins postgame. It all continues, and I should say rolls on, right after this from Broadcast Map. We'll be right back to get this show underway now that we've gotten some quick words out and a quick overview of the program out of the way we'll get the program underway with our opening segment right after this from broadcast map Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Uh, on the own goal in the third period, is that bad luck or is that bad situational hockey? In the Which one? In your own net with the goalie. How would you describe that play? I think we just have to have a heightened awareness that we don't have a goalie in the net in that scenario. And so um, I think we've we've got to try to avoid making plays in that area. I think... Uh, if we have a heightened awareness, then we don't fall victim of, you know, a bad bounce or whatever it may be. How do you feel like the team responded after that happened? Uh, not good enough. How do you, as a coach, get the guys to kind of get back and get their momentum going again and put this one behind? Well, we we gotta we gotta dust ourselves off and get back in the fight. You know, it uh, it wasn't our best. It didn't go our way. We've got a lot of hockey in front of us, and so we've got to figure out how how we're gonna how we're gonna get our best. And so, you know, I think, uh, you know, it just seemed like when we did get some traction in the game, we get the second goal, for example, and we got some juice, but then we get one up a minute later, and that's that's demoralizing, I think. And so we've we've got to do a better job in, in critical moments in the game. And I think after a goal's a score, I think those are important moments. We've got to have a heightened awareness and a heightened level of urgency in those situations. And so I think if we do that, we'll do a better job controlling momentum. What hope 
discouraged are you by the last four periods after the way your team had played for the two or three weeks before then? Or are you discouraged? I'm not discouraged. I, you know, I believe in this group. I, I think we have good players. You know, I think, uh, you know, I, I believe we have what it takes to win consistently. We've got to, you know, obviously we're, we're disappointed with, uh, with the last four periods. Uh, we, we recognize that it's, it's not our best, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't think discouraged is a word that, that should enter our dressing room. You know, I think we've just got to get more determined. That's Mike Sullivan as we welcome you into the program here. That's head coach Mike Sullivan as we welcome you into Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. My name is Scott McGregor. The two teams behind me here as we get ready to unshare the screen are the Pittsburgh Penguins on the one side. which, of course, you can also see on my hat here. And and the Arizona Coyotes on the other side. So, you know, I said this when we were talking about the Buffalo Bills at the end of their game on our Monday show for on our Monday show for the final show of Buffalo Bills football content in terms of games that we cover. But I'll say it again. It it is hard and I mean hard. play in this league and at the end of the day at the end of the day um honestly I feel like Arizona was the better team and they took down Pittsburgh Not something I was expecting to happen, obviously, but it did. And let's also not forget, we're talking about a couple of former Penguin players that were in this game and scored. Like, I'm talking about Nick Bukestad and Jason Zucker. Speaking of which, before I get into my thoughts, before I get into my thoughts on the goaltenders Tristan Jari and Connor Ingram, I want to let everyone know their record before we get into my thoughts. And of course, before we get to those, we're going to get to our game stats as part of the opening segment here. We just did a little podcast stuff earlier 
before we heard from Broadcast Map. And of course, that also kick started the opening segment. Without further ado, Tristan Jari loses this game, so his record is now 12, 14, and 4. Connor Ingram, his record as the starter and with a win for Arizona is 17, 9, and 1. Referees for this game in Tempa, in Tempa, Arizona at Mullet Arena were Peter McDougall and Michael Markovic. Michelle Camier and Killian McNamara were McNamara were your linesmen. This might be the lowest attendance record I've ever seen, but we'll talk about that in our final portion. Now let's get down to business. Here at Mold Arena. Two minutes and 23 seconds into the first period. Jason Zucker, the former Penguin. Puts the, the puck behind Jari. And gives Arizona the early lead. It's Arizona 1, Pittsburgh 0. On Jason's seventh goal of the year. And of course, I mean, I'm not sure how many goals he has as a Arizona Coyote. But. Jason Zucker now has seven goals on this year's season. Pittsburgh native Logan Cooley has got his 18th assist of the season. Josh Brown in there as well, his third assist of the year. Penalties in the first period. Only penalty going to Arizona is going to the Arizona skater and Pittsburgh native. Logan Cooley, two minutes for a high sticking at 15 minutes and 59 seconds. To the second period we go, Arizona leading after 20 minutes by one. With your score after 20, Arizona one, Pittsburgh zero. The onslaught. I guess you could say would continue, but not before the former capital, Lars Eller, gets his eighth goal of the year, eight as a penguin. Four minutes and 50 seconds, seconds in. Now it's Penguins one, Arizona one. So Coyotes won, Penguins won, 
That is Lars Eller's eighth goal of the season. It comes at four minutes and 50 seconds in. Assisted by Pierre Oliver Joseph. POJ, his eighth assist of the season. Speaking of it, sorry, his third assist of the season, not eighth. But speaking of which. And then 11 minutes and four seconds in, Yusaro Valamaki. <clears throat> Yusaro Valamaki. Puts it. the go-ahead goal behind Jari. And Arizona's now got a 2-1 to lead on Pittsburgh. With Valamaki's first goal of the year. Clayton Keller on the assist. Number 23 on the year for him. Alongside Matias Marcel. Marcel Maxelli, his 24th of the season. Matthias, if I pronounce your last name wrong, my my sincerest apologies. Same goes for Valamaki. <clears throat> my sincerest apologies if I pronounce anyone's name wrong. That would put Arizona back in front. Arizona 2, Pittsburgh 1, don't poke the bear, the veteran Sidney Crosby puts the puck in the net, and in doing so, he's got some good stuff to talk about. But that puts the Penguins back in a tie. It's number 27 on the year for Sidney Crosby. And he ties Mark Mark R. Mark, I pronounced your last name wrong last time we did this, so I pre- I apologize for that. But Mark R. He ties Mark Ricci, Mark Rishi for. 21st on the NHL all-time goals list with one with 577 goals after the game tonight. Again, that's goal number 27 on the year for the captain. Oh, and fun fact. Sidney Crosby now has 
He now has more points in his career against Arizona. He's got 36 points. Sid's got 36 points in 24 career games against the Arizona Coyotes. That's what Sid's got. Accounting for 13 goals and 23 assists. That's a fun fact. In case you didn't know. Anywho, that ties the game back up at two. We're tied at two apiece on Crosby's goal. And then it's Alex Kerfoot putting Arizona back in front. It's Arizona 3, Pittsburgh 2 at the end of 40 minutes. As Alexander Kerfoot puts the biscuit in the basket at 18 minutes and 1 second. His seventh goal of the season. Tenth assist of the season for Jason Zucker. Crosby's goal and Balamaki's goal coming in at 11 minutes and 4 seconds. 16 minutes and 30 seconds and 18 minutes and 1 second in. And of course, Lars Eller's goal came at 4 minutes and 50 seconds. Penalties in the second period. Five minutes and 42 seconds in, Pierre Oliver-Joseph is called for the Penguins to the box. Two minutes for slashing. Marcus Pedersen would then find himself in the box for tripping at 13 minutes and 34 seconds. Pierre Oliver-Joseph, five minutes and 42 seconds in. Marcus Pedersen later at 13 minutes and 34 seconds. Alex Kerfoot also finds his way into the sin bin as he takes a two-minute minor for slashing. 14 minutes and 29 seconds later, after the Pedersen minor for tripping, In the third period, penalty still gets called, but before that, goal, Jansen Harkins is going to the box, two minutes for hooking, at 2.58 to go in the third, I should say into the third, two minutes and 58 seconds to go in the third. Two minutes and 58 seconds 
into the third again. Excuse me. Jansen Harkins getting called two minutes for hooking. And at the same time, Jason Zucker is getting called for the same call. Four, te- four minutes and 10 seconds in. Two minutes for hooking. Larson Karus would be credited with the goal. His 18th of the year. But Chris Letang misses Evgeny Malkin's stick. And the puck ends up in the back of the Pittsburgh empty net to put Arizona up by two. It's now four to two, Arizona. And this was on a delayed penalty to Jason Zucker. After that, shortly after that, and after the miscue, former Penguin Nick Bukestad puts the biscuit behind Jari to cap off a 5-2 win over the Penguins. As his goal, his 10th goal of the season, would make it 5-2. And that is all she wrote from Mullet Arena. From Mullet Arena. In the desert. Liam O'Brien getting his fifth assist of the season. Jack McBean. Jack McBain, excuse me, with his eighth assist of the year. And there you go. Your scoring summary in the books. We heard from Mike Sullivan as we brought you into the opening segment of this. So now, I want to turn your attention to the head coach of the Arizona Coyotes, Andre T. But why stop there? Andre Torgini is the uh, head coach of the Arizona Coyotes. If I pronounce that wrong, Andre, I, Andre, I apologize for that. But why would we start there? Let's listen to the full media availability starting. Starting with, excuse the ad, starting with Yuso Valamaki and Jason Zucker.
And it looks like we're going to hear from Zucker first. A reminder, the only reason Lawson Caruso was credited with a goal was because of a embarrassing, and I mean embarrassing, own goal scored off of the stick of Evgeny Malkin. Off a bad pass from Christopher Latang. Oh my. I never thought I would see an own goal by the Penguins. I never thought I'd see it. But we saw it last night as we record the post game show. The night after the game. So with that said, let's wrap up this opening segment. Hearing from both ends, both player and coaches, or and the coach, I should say. We will hear from them, and then we'll take a quick commercial break. Coming up. We will put the opening segment to bed as we begin our three-star segment with my thoughts on Tristan Jari and Connor Ingram. So without further ado, let's send you over to Jason Zucker, UC Balamaki, and head coach Andre P.
Gentlemen, take it away. How'd that goal feel? Um, you can probably see a little bit on the celly there. It uh, felt pretty good. Um, it's been uh, been too long since the last one, so uh, just kind of uh, open things up for me, to be honest. You guys are in the heart of a wild card race against another team. Um, just what was the mindset heading into this game? And every time that they responded, you guys were able to get the next goal. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, every game counts. Uh, every game has counted all year. But I think now you're kind of starting to realize that, you know, it's very tight and, um, you know, we're right in the mix there. So, um, you know, everybody knows the break's coming up. So we kind of talk about, you know, playing hard and um, making making sure we find ways to, to win before the break and kind of, uh, you know, have a good positive feeling going into it. How much fun are these games to play and especially when there's, you know, so much on the line and you're winning? Yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. Uh, let's see. You know, we have a great group of guys, and um, that obviously makes it more fun. Um, fun coming to the rink, and, um, you know, when you're playing well and you're winning, it's uh, double uh, double the fun. So um, pretty awesome, yeah. That's one for me. I asked Jason the same thing. Have you ever been part of or seen an empty net delayed penalty goal? No, I, I, I mean, I've only seen videos of it happen somewhere, but... Never been in the game. That was uh, that was wild. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's kind of what I said. Um, just make sure we play the right way. Kind of going going into those three. Um, you know, they're good opponents, and got a long long fight tomorrow, and um, you know, play back to back, so we know it's tough, but. Um, you know, I think it's all about the mindset, and you know, we've had it last couple of games. You know, just kind of go in, work, uh, work as hard as we can, and you know, we're we're a good team. You know, so are those opponents, but we're so I know uh, I know we can beat them, play the right way, and um, you know, we did it tonight or Wednesday. A few games ago, you were pretty critical of yourself uh, for what you've done. I think it was the Calgary game. It has to feel to flip the script and contribute so much like you did, especially against a former team. Yeah, I mean, this was a huge game for us. Obviously, coming off the uh, the win versus Nashville, it was, uh, we wanted to follow that up and, and uh, have a big game. You know, these games are huge for us um, in this playoff race heading into the bye week. So we've uh, we got to make sure we stay dialed in, and, and tonight was a, a great step in that direction. You've been around a long time. Does it even add juice anymore when you face a former team? Just more about the back. Um, you know, it's... I'd say it does a little bit. Yeah, it's it's always, uh, you know, we're all proud guys, and we all want to, uh, you know, make our mark in this league in some way or another. And and uh, when a team, you know, when you move on from a team, for whether it's a trade or or resigning somewhere else, I mean, there's always a little bit there. So um, for us, you know, it was more about the win and, and just getting that piece of it. But um, it's always fun to beat those guys. Last one for me, and I hate to look ahead already, but there's a very big three-game road trip. Uh, you know the meaning of all these games now and yep. the standings. Maybe just talk about the magnitude of that trip. Yeah, I mean, we, we got to be locked in. We got to, you know, obviously we got a, a long day tomorrow traveling to the East Coast. And, um, you know, we got to be locked in for these games. These are huge. It's going to it's gonna determine a lot for our uh, playoff position down the stretch. So we got to be uh, gotta be ready to go. Jason, you know this is the veteran team on the other side. They kept responding, but then you guys kept scoring back. What was the key to continuing answering back? We thought we were playing really well. I, I, we liked a lot of the stuff we were doing. And uh, we just needed to stay with it. So I thought we did a great job of that. I thought our decor was amazing tonight. They were moving pucks. They were in their face all night, not giving them a lot of time and space. 
they're going to create plays. They're they're a world class team and a lot of world class players. But um, you know, I thought our decor was was the uh, MVP tonight for sure. I know it's happened a few times, but have you ever seen or been part of a go a goal like that on a delayed penalty? Um, I don't know if I have in a long time. Um, I was happy for Krauser to be able to get that one. I think he took it off his head, and about three minutes later, ended up with a goal. So good for him. Pretty big win tonight, eh? Yeah, we played well. I always the same for me the way we played i think we a good team on the other side they're tough to play against they they, they work hard defensive zone and they have really good stick great turnover it's tough to defend against that team so really good job every time pittsburgh answered seemed like are you ready for 2020 all right we will get back to the coach in moment as we remain on a shared screen. And you know what? We're going to get back to the coach. But let me just stop that there and come back. And we'll let that go again. Great turnover. It's tough to defend against that team. So really good job. Every time Pittsburgh answered, it seemed like you guys had an answer. What did you see? How how did they continue to respond? But I, I think we played a good 60 minutes. I think we played well all game. There, there's no part of the game where I said, okay, we lost our game for a little bit. Played well. They're a good team. Like I said, they will have love opportunity. But really like the consistency of Big road trip coming up. What do you expect to see out of these last three games before the break? Uh, one game. Let's focus on Florida. We travel tomorrow. Let's regroup. Make sure we have a good rest and uh, get out there. And Florida is a, a really good team. Last time we played them, they impressed us a lot. They are hard on the forecheck, stick the physicals. Uh, their forecheck uh, unique in the league, so be ready. One more for me. You've seen a lot of hockey. I just have to ask if you've ever seen a delayed penalty empty net own goal. I saw that on TV. I'm not sure I saw that live. I, uh, I know it happened before. I actually did not even see that one. Just saw the, the result. Ah, pull what down. Ah, yeah, that, that, we'll take it. And that, that's a good, good one to have. I like, like the game. I think he played. It was a really assertive, uh, make play. Uh, really like the way he was. Discussion we had together. One of Swagger back and solid. That goal was a really good goal, but I think it was a result of him having no hesitation, jumping in the hole, playing with uh, with his uh, anticipation and his read and his instinct. Uh, I think tonight he did. I think, I think since Calgary, I think he has a great impact. Like, like uh, we had that discussion him and I. And Zach is a four-check guy who's on puck, bring a lot of intensity. He goes to the net, he goes to the blue paint, get some scrappy goal, and he's a good shooter. But needed to kind of adapt. We play a different style a bit than. We have less shot volume, but, but when you're a guy who goes to the net all the time and the puck's not coming, it, 
okay, where do I go? And stuff like that. I think he found his game now. I think his teammate know him better. They put more pucks for him that area, and, and that paid off. I think where he brings intensity is forecheck and make it up, make our I don't need upper body, but I don't. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Told you not Monday, but later day, right away after, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's been really good. Uh, I think he's been put in a really tough spot by us. The way we use him, it's uh, tough to play five minutes. Then you jump, you didn't play for 10 minutes. Someone's coming, ball falls out. It's tough, it's tough to stop. So uh, he played really good today. Back played uh, more. The injury of Matt Dumbo, I think, yeah, played solid. Uh, just stay on period, he had a little bit of a um, few moments, but first period, third period, he was not. The Rockety. All right. We'll take a break. And come back. But that's it for people to hear from on the Arizona side of things. So coming up right after this break. We take a look. Yes, we take a look at our game stats of the game, our play of the game, and our three stars. And we, as I mentioned before, we will wrap up the middle. Wrap up the opening, I should say, as we kickstart the opening segment, uh, the middle segment. With. My thoughts on Connor Ingram's. Performance. In that tonight. Of course, I say tonight, but. The game was on Monday, so I mean Monday night. And my thoughts on Tristan Jari's performance. <clears throat> in Monday night's game, which, again, since we're doing it on a post-game show, I'll say tonight. In Mold Arena. And there's still lots, lots more to come. One more thing before we take the break. Do not miss uh, the return of Weekly in Sports. That comes your way Thursday on our audio platform, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you are able to find our podcast currently available on Spotify and Apple as well as iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. 
It will also be available on YouTube in part format. And maybe this, maybe this one for the first one of 2024 may not be in part format. But stay tuned to find out. One thing I will tell you is Thomas will be joining us on Weekly in Sports on Thursday. When exactly? Tune into the show to find out. But right now, speaking of Weekly in Sports, let's take a break, hear from Weekly in Sports, and let's hear. Two words from Sienna T Radio, which, by the way, is always, and I mean always, as it says in its tagline, making your day brighter, one song at a time. Penguins Hockey and Penguins Postgame will be back with our middle segment and a close-up of the opening segment right after this. You'll get my thoughts on both goaltenders for the Penguins and the Coyotes right after this from CNIT Radio and Weekly in Sports. We'll be right back. Hello? How are you, my friend? Why? What's the matter? Why feeling... Bored and lonely. Look! Look at me! I am always happy! The only reason? I can tell you, it's because I listen to CNT Radio. All the best shows you can think of. The Melting Pot. The Cosmopolitan Culture Club and the Song Bank. There are also many more new shows to come. Please make sure to visit her website at http colon slash slash com slash hyphen radio. Oh, now I can hear you more cheerful. CMT Radio, making your day brighter, one song at a time. 
Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way, I think, for me to get to the show. The Sienna T Radio Song Bank. Which is going to start very shortly. It's one of my favorite shows. And my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend. two hours of fun-filled music and she has so many great features sound of music undercover foreign exchange name that tune and the big wheel that she spins for who's that or where are we we cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life. I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna T. Ray, making your day brighter, one song at a time. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Post Game, broadcast 44 of 82. And game 44 of 82 for Penguins and, of course, all the penguin hockey content. Time now to give you my honest opinions or my thoughts on my thoughts rather on Tristan Jari and Connor Ingram. So let me start with Tristan Jari. First of all, okay, yes. He gave up a goal in the first period. But overall, I I feel like he had a pretty good first period after, after the Zucker goal earlier in the earlier in the game. I feel like in the second period you started to get a little bit more comfortable. Maybe things might have fell off the rails a little bit, but despite both teams scoring two goals, yeah, I get it. 
I get it. Arizona's got the two point lead. They've got the three they've got the three two lead after forty minutes. I get it. I I feel like this was a, a good performance by Tristan. Obviously it wasn't a great performance, but sometimes performances aren't gonna be great. And honestly, I do feel like Connor Gold, Connor Ingram, was the better goaltender in this game. But let me just be clear: Connor had, I think, the best first period. Then, then I think it was trying to lock it down in the second period where both goaltenders end up giving up two goals. And also, the third period, I felt the, I felt the goalies both on both ends of the ice, besides Jari giving up the one goal after the unexpected own goal on a delayed penalty against Arizona. And I say against Arizona because Tristan Jari was out of the net for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, despite all of that, I feel like both Connor and Tristan played well, but I just feel like Connor played better than Jari. But that's not to take away from the fact that both Tristan and Connor did everything in their power to make sure that they made saves when they had to make saves and i just got to i just got to end off with definitely something we got to bounce back from if we're penguins fans we got to bounce back this was like a bounce back game if we if the penguins end up winning this game against Arizona. Yeah, we yeah, we sweep the Arizona Coyotes after beating them back in December. But the thing is is that was December. This is January. So <clears throat> Okay. We fell To Arizona in the second game of this two game season series. In the final road game of our January schedule, 
and I mean, who knows if the own goal probably doesn't happen or a goal that ended this game off the stick of Nick Bukestad happened. If that doesn't happen, perhaps the Penguins fall by the same score they beat the Coyotes back in December. Just in a flipped script. Okay. Well, now you got to get ready for a chance to bounce back against the Panthers. Bounce back against the Canadians. But evidently, you got to bounce back against the Panthers after back-to-back losses. Speaking of back-to-back, we will get to the back-to-back stuff for this weekend when the Penguins play in their final two games for the All-Star break, before the All-Star break, I should say. In just a moment, we'll get into all that actually in our final segment, but we've got tons of things to do here. It's time now that we've gotten my thoughts out of the way. It's time now for our first introduction of the day. And it's time to find out who the three stars were in the game at Mullet Arena. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. It is time for your three stars of the game on Monday night. And, of course, it was at Mullet Arena. The game-winning goal goes to Alex Perfoot. The loss goes to Tristan Jari. Record is 12-14-4. Connor Ingram gets the the W. 17-9-1 is his record. And your three stars, well, they're all Arizona Coyotes. With Nick Bukestad as your third star, number 17. One goal, plus two, no assist. 17 minutes, 
and 28 seconds of total ice time. Your second star is a goaltender for the Arizona Coyotes, number 39, Connor Ingram. Made 25 saves on 27 shots on goal. Gave up two goals. Finishes the game with a save percentage of 926. And your first star, the former Penguin, number 16, Jason Zucker. Finishing the game with one goal, one assist, plus one. And a total ice time of 14 minutes and 33 seconds. All right. So it looks like we have the NHL network feed for the play of the game. And that's what we're going to get into now before we get into the shake of the game. And of course, the game stats. But I have to go. I have to go. I have to go to the goal that put the Penguins back in a tie. Before. And I say before. Alex Kerfoot put the Coyotes back in front. So here are the men with the call of Sidney Crosby's goal. That would tie this game up at two apiece. In the second period, it's Crosby's goal, and this one also ties Mark Ritchie Mark, if I pronounce your last name wrong, my apologies. For 21st. Spot. In all-time NHL goals list. Speaking of though, speaking of that though, I'll bring back the Penguins uh, link I had up earlier for the videos. And I want to see if we hear from Sid. Because I want to hear what he has to say about that. Here's the goal. Brought back by Crosby. Dumped in. Moser trying to play it along. All over. Malkin is Kraus. Goes behind the net. Crosby 
Feeds it back out high. Carlson now for Crosby. Chips it in and scores. Sidney Crosby's tied the game at two. All right. Th this isn't even fair. One of the best that ever played the game. Watch the chip shot. Literally like a little nine iron. Little whack at it. Look at how far away he is from the net. Bad angle. Almost on the goal line. And just kind of swipes at it. And that just... All right. Well, regardless if that's the NHL Network area or the Arizona Coyote feed, whatever it is, that's what we have for our play of the game and our plays that we show from the game. Speaking of which, let me just, just for the sake of it, let's go back to the goal. But I'll go through the highlight side of it. I mean, I've never seen this happen. And I know not many people have seen this happen, but here you go. Here is the, oh, 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 we so shouldn't have done that. But you know what, before I before I get on that, before I bring that to you, they posted this on social media and Christopher Latang straight up said on the whole thing. I have to be better on that. Like, I should have known better. They did post this. Uh, I can't really see it right now, but... Yeah, you should have. Um, You know, I mean... What's uh what's worse? Like I said, I've never seen this happen before. Did I expect it to happen? Absolutely not. And of course, there's a lot of people for Pittsburgh fans. There's a lot of people wondering, hmm, if Jake Gensel does get traded, not sure that he will. I don't believe he will, obviously. But according to the tweet from Penguins Jake, Gensel does get traded. What if Dubas can manufacture a three-way trade bringing Lynn home from Calgary and Kinsmenko from Vancouver to Pittsburgh?
It it seems like a that seems like a long shot of a deal. But my question is, and I don't want Gen, I really don't want Gensel to be traded. But my question is, if you do trade Gensel and you do it in a three way, in a three way trade where are you trading Gensel to are you trading him to Calgary are you trading him to are you trading him to Pitt uh Vancouver where are you trading him to to get Lindholm and Kuzmenko like where which one which team is he going to go to If it were me, I'd be looking for a package deal if I'm going to trade Jake Gensel. If I'm the Penguins, if if I'm Kyle Dubas right now, if I'm going to trade Jake Gensel, even though I really I really don't think it's going to happen. If I am Kyle Dubas right now, and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I could trade Jake, but what am I going to get for it? Like, what am I going to get? If I am to pull off the trade to trade Jake Gensel, what am I going to get for it? Well, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what happens at the deadline. With that said, let's get to this. You should have been, you should have known better scenario where Chris Letang hits Hits the penguin's net by accident. I feel like he, I feel like this goal by Chris Letang coming off of that stick of 
Evgeny Malkin. I feel like this uh, this play right here. I feel like this is a head scratcher, especially when it's a delayed call. Here are the guys that had the call. So they got Crosby back on the ice. Latang's got it. And he'll bring it along in the delayed penalty. Well, this is big for the Penguins. They're just trying to kill as much time off. It went in! Oh my goodness! The goalie pulled. Latang has it. He goes back to Malkin. And Malkin can't handle this back pass. It goes off the blade and into the back of the net. And whoever touched this puck last for the Coyotes is going to get the goal. That is incredible. I certainly have never seen that before. It is incredible, but it's also, as I said, a, ha a head scratcher moment. You're like, You're like, I've got the puck. I've got the puck. And I'm going to go pass to my teammate. And as you can see, uh, Evgeny Malkin unable to hang on to the play. Sorry, unable to control the puck, I should say. I mean, if I'm, if I'm smart, I probably just hang on to the puck and I don't drop it. Because if I'm going to drop it, I probably wait for Malkin to get free. I probably wait. There you go. Your play of the game is the Crosby goal. And then just for the fun of it. I brought up the play that, oh, that just was like, oh, what happened? And the fact that it was on a delayed call, I've never seen, I've never seen that before. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. Other than if the Penguins do make the playoffs, which is something I hope for, and I hope happens, obviously, I, I, I got, I got to say, it's just, it's just terrible. It's just terrible to think you're so close. You can taste victory if you are able to put this puck in the back of the net and tie this game up again. 
and then maybe swing momentum in your favor. I actually, if I was smart, knowing that the referee's arm was up, I would have dropped this wide of my own goal and then waited for Arizona to touch the puck. Because then the play is over. Pittsburgh's going to the power play. And we don't give up an own goal. I mean, I just, I just don't know what to say. So rather than finish that comment, let's get to the game stats here. And then this middle segment most likely will be wrapping up with our shake of the game. But first. Let's get to the Arizona and Pittsburgh game stat. <clears throat> so, ladies. And gentlemen, time to find out what the game stats were. And you know what? For the fun of it, actually, no, not for the fun of it, but just for the thing, for the sake of it, we will hear from Jake Gensel coming into the final segment, but taking us to break. Let's hear from Chris Letang. Before we do that, we have game stats and the shake of the game to get to. And I'll just make sure that we're good to go. We're ready. are coming up. All right, so there we go. There is Tanger. We'll get to Tanger in just a moment. Mm -hmm. But it's time for your game stats. And for the Penguins, they win this. They they outshoot the Coyotes 27 to 26. So they don't necessarily outshoot Arizona. It's very, very even in terms of shots, 27 to 26. They out hit Arizona, meanwhile, 21 to 19. 
They won 41 faceoffs, spent six minutes in the penalty box, and just like the Arizona Coyotes power play, which finishes with 25 faceoff wins, 19 hits, 26 shots on goal. Uh, they finished the game on the power play one for three. They spent six minutes in the penalty box. The Penguins power penalty kill one for three as well. I actually know. Two for three, I should say. Because they killed off the first two penalties they saw. Their power play, however, zero for three for the Penguins. Unable to connect on any of the three opportunities they had. Both teams finished the game with seven giveaways each. Arizona finishes the game with four takeaways, 11 block shots. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh finishes the game with seven takeaways and 18 blocked shots. And again, takeaways for Arizona, four. Giveaways for Arizona, seven. And with the game stats, three stars, my thoughts on the goaltenders, out of the way. We're getting close to Chris Letang time. And we'll hear from Jake Gensel when we open up the final portion of this program. But right now, after I have taken down our scratches for this game, it's time for the shake of the game. And the scratches for the Penguins, no Ryan Shea, no Riley Smith. For this game. And of course. Riley Smith and Ryan Shea out for the Penguins, out for the Coyotes. Nick Schmalt, Justin Kirkland, and Troy Stetcher. All right. Scratches out of the way. Sorry about the. 
pronunciation for anybody's name I pronounced wrong. Apologize for that. But it's time now. For the shake of the game intro. Because it's time now to find out who are the players of the game for Arizona and Pittsburgh. Let's get the intro running. And a reminder that this segment is official is officially inspired by the partnership ad with Jake Gensel, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Milkshake Factory. <clears throat> the official milkshake of the Pittsburgh Penguins. <clears throat> Every time Jake Gensel scores, as a member of the Penguins, and of course, In any Penguins hockey game, Penguins fans around the world and those in the Pittsburgh area, as well as those that live in Pittsburgh, will receive, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, but you're not someone who lives in Pittsburgh, you'll receive half off Jake the Shake at the milkshake factory at your local milkshake factory dealer in Pittsburgh. Again, the milkshake factory is the official milkshake of the Pittsburgh Penguins. That said, let's get the intro going. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout. And keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game. Because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. It's time for your Shake of the Game, Player of the Game segment on... The Penguins post-game show. And quick reminder of the scratches before we went to the introduction. The Arizona Coyotes were without Troy Stetcher, Nick Schmaltz, and Justin Kirkland. Penguins without Riley Smith. 
and Ryan Shea. I think the I think the game I think the shake of the game player of the game for Arizona is going to go to their goaltender Connor Ingram. I feel like he played really really well. And yeah, you know what? That's not to, you know, say everything I said in the opening portion of the middle segment, which was our wrap up of the opening segment. But I just feel like he played really, really well. He didn't have a good game. We're. Obviously, the coyotes would the coyotes would shut out the where the coyotes obviously would shut out the penguins, but he did play pretty well. He did play pretty well. The runner up is Logan Caruth gets gifted. A goal here on the own goal by Chris Letang. An assist, uh, no assist for Logan Caruso. One point minus one. Boy, did this dude ever try to put the puck in the net. Four shots on goal. They never went in. They never went in. But Logan gets credited. With the own goal scored by Chris Letang. No penalty minutes for Logan. 16 minutes and 33 seconds of total ice time. And he had three hits in this game. Three hits in this game. No blocks, but that's fine. For the Pittsburgh Penguins. The recipient of the shake of the game is going to go out to... Uh, You know what? You know what? I got to give it to the captain, Sidney Crosby. Six shots on goal. One of them goes in. Uh, no assist for Crosby, no plus minus, one point in the game, no penalty minutes, one hit, no blocks, and Crosby was on the ice for quite a while. We're talking about 20 minutes and 44 seconds total ice time, but gotta give a runner-up to, to Tristan Jari. He gave up four goals, but the only reason he gave up four goals is because the fourth one that went in, went in off a teammate stick during a delayed call, 
against the team that got credit with the goal. So at this point, I got to say that even though Jari made 22 stops on 26 shots, he was pulled in this game, but he was pulled. During a delayed call. And the own goal puts it in. Something that Chris Letang and Evgeny Malkin are going to probably be talking about for a while. When they look at the tape. Chris Letang had said, you know, I should have known better. And you should have, but that's the result of the game. Five to the final. Five to the final. In favor of Arizona. And just again, a quick reminder here that recipients for the game, player of the game, shake of the game for Arizona, Connor Ingram and Logan Carus, as well as for the Penguins. Tristan Jari as the runner-up, and the recipient is Sidney Crosby. All right, one final segment to go, and this is the and this is where the fun happens. So as we send you over. To Chris Letang. A reminder that coming up. We've got. Jake Gensel on tap. When I bring you in the final segment, game pucks of the game. And a look at the action from Monday night's game, courtesy of the NHL app. We'll get into next we'll get into the next Penguin Post Game Show. As part of our look ahead to the next few games before the All-Star break and after the All-Star break. And when we also talk about our next Penguin post game, we will talk about who the host will be for that one. And of course, after our final break of the program, a very, very short break, with a word from the folks at On the Ice and Behind the Benches, in this case, our friend, 
Thomas McGregor and his podcast. We will wrap it up with my final thoughts on this game. Get you ready for the next game that I'll be calling as post-game host. And the game that is next for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's a back-to-back, and we talk about it all. In this two-part final finale, I should say no, not final finale, two-part final segment coming up right after this from Take Another Look. And then right after we talk about the look ahead, next Penguins postgame show, game pucks of the game, and we take a look at the action from Monday night on the ice in the NHL, courtesy of the NHL app. We will take a break here from on the ice and behind the benches, and then I'll wrap it all up and set you up for Penguins and Panthers from PPG Paints Arena along with in our sign-off the attendance record that we talked about and I said earlier on that I thought it had to be the lowest attendance record I have ever seen. Right now, as we take a break, here is Christopher Letang postgame after the game. I don't think we uh, we came in with uh, the right attitude. We seem to be experiencing a little bit of a pause. We will get back to that. And let's try that again. I don't think we uh, we came in with uh, the right attitude to, you know, you know take the take the momentum of the game on our side and, and apply pressure. Uh, we let them play. They have tons of skills, so eventually they make you pay. Chris, was that too risky of a play that you made in front of the empty net, or is it just bad luck? Um, you know, I should know better, I guess. Um, you know, I guess I'll learn from that. What happened? Did you think Gino had it? Uh, well... If you look at it, my pass was going in the corner. It was not going in the net. So, uh, but I should know better. I should not go backward when there's no goalie, I guess. A couple of just really tough losses for you guys on this trip. Just what's the key to kind of regrouping after these two games and for the All-Star break here? I mean, we have two big games coming up. Uh, you know, we just have to focus on them. Uh, make sure that... Uh, we, we set the tone early in the games. Uh, I think our, our, our team plays a, their best game when they start hard and they play a, a north-south game, simple game. Um, 
not a wait and see kind of game. So we have two games to do that. Bristletang. All right. We'll be back right after this with Jake Gensel and more when Penguins postgame continues. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I thought we had the right intentions. I guess I got to score on that one. Can't miss that one. So, boy, man, nice save. But that's sometimes the the difference right there. If I score, it's a totally different game. So, yeah, just got to bear down and bury that one. Yeah, it's you know it's definitely frustrating, but you know we just got to go home and regroup, and we got two more for the break. So these are t these are big points for us, and we just got to buckle down here and. Make sure we finish these next two games hard. What's the mood after that own goal? Is it deflating at all when that happens? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know how many times you're going to see that in your lifetime. So it's just, it just happens. I mean, it's, it's an honest mistake, and you just move on. How did you feel the team responded after that, Jake? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, I mean, I thought we played well. We had chances in the, at the end there. The goalie just played well, and um, sometimes you just got to recap that. That's Jake Gensel as we welcome you back into Penguins postgame. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins postgame. My name is Scott McGregor. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me there. My name is Scott McGregor. Well, it's time. It's time for the game pucks of the game. Before we get down to that, and we also look ahead to everything here, let's talk about the other action that went down on Monday in a not not too busy of a Monday evening. There were only a couple of games on, including our game. Six games intact. Of course, our game finishes with the Coyotes defeating the Penguins 5-2. to two. The Boston Bruins defeat the Winnipeg Jets 4-1. to one. We have a good one in New Jersey. We had a good one in New Jersey going on. We had a good one. In Nashville at the Prudential Center. And honestly, the Devils are very, very lucky they got away with this win as they defeat the Golden Knights, the defending Stanley Cup champion Golden Knights, 
six to five in overtime. In overtime. The Vancouver Canucks pick up a shutter. W as they take down the Blackhawks two to zero. In Vancouver. <clears throat> the Florida Panthers are the first and not only team to to win on the road. Actually, I should say they are the second road team to win on the road. No, they are the first team. They're not the second team to win on the road. Because we had a win at home for the Devils, a win at home for the Coyotes, a win at home for the Bru- for the Bruins. And a win at home for the Canucks. But the Predators fall to the Panthers 4-1 to on Monday night. And the San Jose Sharks, they pick up a shootout victory. Over the Los Angeles Kings, four to three, the final in favor of the Sharks, and that pretty much wraps up our Monday slate. Nine games on tap on a Tuesday night. And we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But right now, It's time to get down to game pucks of the game. Due to time constraints here, we will only give out one game puck of the game to each team. The teams you see behind me. The Penguins to the right side. I should say to the left side and the and the coyotes to the right side uh left side I'm not really sure if you could tell there I feel this is I feel I feel this is the right this is the left regardless Regardless which is right, which is which is which is right, which is left. Those two teams behind me are our topic of conversation. And the first recipient is going out to the penguin side, and this one is gonna to go to 
This one is going to go to... This one's going to go to Colin White. One block, one hit. 11 minutes and and 22 seconds of total ice time. No penalty minutes. Uh, no goals, no assists, no points on the board, no plus minus. Only one shot on goal for Colin White. So, Colin, I know this is a good... This is a step in the right direction for you, but you could have had a couple more of those good. A couple more of those shots would have been nice. And Alex Kerfoot is going to get the game puck of the game. He's going to get the game puck of the game. And his stats, as we look at him here, one goal, zero assists, one point, minus one, two shots on goal, two penalty minutes for Kerfoot, no blocks, one hit, and he finishes the game with a total ice time. Total ice time. Of fifteen minutes and thirty seven seconds. Game pucks up, up, and out of the way. All right, well, we're getting close to our sign off. Our sign off is coming up, but it's time now to take a look into the games before the All-Star break. And we're going to start with the final three games as part of our next five games for the Arizona Coyotes. <clears throat> And we are also going to do that for the Penguins by looking at their final two games before the All-Star break. Let's start with The Mountain Time Zone for Arizona, as they'll be back in action on Wednesday, tomorrow at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, and when I'm saying 5 p.m. Mountain Time, I'm talking about in the Eastern Time, 7 a. Oh, hang on. 
want to make sure I have that right. 5 p.m. Mountain to Eastern. 7 p.m. Eastern time. Four PM Pacific Time. And that is pretty much the puck drop time for all three of these games for Arizona. They're on a back to back. Kick starting a road trip that will send them into the All Star break. Beginning with five PM uh, Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, sorry, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a matchup with the Florida Panthers at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Four p.m. Pacific. Then they're back at it again. Same time zones as I mentioned. This time, different opponent. They take on the Tampa Bay Lightning on the Thursday, January 25th, the night after they take on the Panthers in Florida. They will then take the Friday off and get ready for. A 5 p.m. Mountain Time puck drop against the Carolina Hurricanes in Raleigh, North Carolina. Those are their next three. And those lead them into the All-Star break. But their next five include... Two games after the All-Star break at home at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Nine a.m. Eastern Time. Nine p.m. Eastern Time, excuse me. When they take on, at home, the Vegas Golden Knights on Thursday, February 8th. And then when they go play, and then when they hit the road and go to play the Nashville Predators, On February 10th, the Saturday, at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, not 8 a.m., 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. They'll take on the Predators. From the mute from the music city in Smashville. So 
So Arizona's next five, including their final three out of the All-Star break, or before the All-Star break, at Florida Wednesday, at Tampa Bay Thursday, at Carolina Saturday, then it's the All-Star break. Home to Vegas. Thursday after the All-Star break. The first Thursday after the All-Star break. <laughs> and then at Nashville to take on the Predators. The following Saturday night on February 10th. For the Penguins, two games before the All-Star break, including a showdown with the Panthers at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Four PM Pacific Time. As they take on the Panthers from the Berg on Friday. The Penguins will take on the Panthers 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Mountain Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. On Friday. January 26th, that's this Friday. Twenty twenty four for another battle with the cat. Then the Saturday, then on Saturday, the Montreal Canadiens are in town. For at the same time as I mentioned earlier, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and 5 p.m. Mountain Time. <clears throat> and 5 p.m. Mountain Time. It's a showdown between the Montreal Canadiens and the Pittsburgh Penguins before the Penguins hit the break.
Then after the break, the Penguins continue their three-game homestand as they face off against the Winnipeg Jets at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, and 5 p.m. Mountain Time. From Pittsburgh, coming out of the All-Star break on the Tuesday, February 6, 2024. They will be back to be playing, they will be back to playing the Winnipeg Jets on Saturday as part of a back-to-back. When they first head out to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Wild at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Five PM Pacific Time six PM Mountain They'll be out in Minneapolis, Minnesota for that game on Friday night. At 8 p.m. Eastern on Friday, February 9th, 2024. Saturday night. They play the Jets again, 7 p.m. Puck Drop Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Back to play the Jets around those timelines. And I'm guessing that's going to be part of Hockey Night in Canada. That's going to be good to see. So for the Penguins, it's home sweet home for three games, including the final two before the All-Star break. As they take on the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday. The Florida Panthers, Friday. Winnipeg Jets, Tuesday, coming out of the All-Star break. On February 6th, at Minnesota, Friday, February 9th, at Winnipeg, February 10th, Saturday. Those are the next five games, including the final games of the season before the break. 
The final games of the season before the All-Star break are just two, and they're both at home. So big, big games at home for the Penguins to win. Very, 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 very big game. All right. You've waited long enough. So, due to our coverage of PWHL hockey, Thomas will be in the studio for Penguins postgame. He will be stepping into the studio for Penguins postgame. When the Penguins face the Panthers on Friday, I, however, will have you guys covered for New York and Toronto, for New York and Toronto on the PWHL side, the two teams now behind me. But I'll be back with you guys on Saturday after the game between the Montreal Canadiens and the Pittsburgh Penguins as we get ready to go out into the All-Star break and get a little bit of a breather before we're back to more Penguin postgame coming out of the All-Star break. Forty-four games in the books for the Penguins. And the Coyotes, meanwhile, have played forty-five games. So with forty-five games in the books. For Arizona, they have only 37 more games to play in this 2023-2024 season. The Penguins, meanwhile, have played only 44 games. Which means they have a total 38 games left in the regular season. Where will they be by the All-Star break? I've got a pretty good feeling they're going to be at 36 games left by the end of the by the end of this back to back. With games 46 and 45 just before the All-Star break. And that would leave us with 47, 48, 49, 50, 51. 
etc. Down the down the road after the All Star break and into the and into the trade deadline. All right, we'll take one final break. This is the break we're going to hear from on the ice and behind the benches, the podcast, and then. We will put this show to bed. So right after this word from On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. It's time to get ready for Penguins and Panthers. Pens and Cats. Coming up. We will also set up the night on the ice. Nine games on the slate. So when we run through our final thoughts, I I should say my final thoughts. We'll get right down to podcast content announcements. We'll set up. We'll set up the action on the ice for Tuesday night. Of course, by this time this goes. By the time this goes live, Tuesday's games most most likely will be over. But nine games on the slate, we'll get to it all when Penguins postgame continues. One final break. And we'll be right back with that. We will be right back after this from On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more... Follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page. Search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. All right, everybody. Final segment of the program for broadcast 44 of 82. It's our closing segment here. We'll get to the attendance record in this segment. We'll get to reminding people of the final score. We'll get to people 
court. We'll get to reminding people of the officials and so much more. But let's kick this thing off before we get to podcast announcements and content stuff. Let's get to tonight's action on the ice. To do that, let's get some music going for some hockey. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. This is to let everybody know that we have hockey coming up today. All right, everybody, it's time to find out what else is on the ice tonight. Let me just go back a little bit more. There we go. Well, in our 7 p.m. slot Eastern time. The Philadelphia Flyers host the Tampa Bay Lightning from Philadelphia. The Detroit Red Wings will host the Dallas Stars from Motown. The Ottawa Senators. The Ottawa Senators. Hit the ice against the Montreal Canadiens. Later at 7.30 p.m., it's the Golden Knights paying a visit to Long Island. They will take on the Islanders. We're dropping the puck at 8 p.m. Eastern. We're dropping the puck at 8 p.m. Eastern. We are dropping the puck at 8 p.m. Eastern when we hear, not, not hear, when we hear the, yeah, when we hear the horn in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, 
when the wild take on the capitals. Yeah, okay, so music didn't last very long, but that's fine. Two games in the 9 p.m. Eastern slot, and they are the Calgary Flames, who will go to battle with the St. Louis Blues, followed by the Oilers hosting the Blue Jackets at 9 p.m. At 10 p.m., and 10.30 p.m., we're going out to Anaheim, where the Ducks will take on the Sabres. At 10 p.m. Eastern. At 10.30, the New York Rangers are in the Shark Tank. For a 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, puck drop. In San Jose. Again, the 7 o'clock, the 7 p.m. games are Flyers host Lightning. Red Wings host Stars. Senators visit the Canadians. <clears throat> then at 7.30, the Golden Knights visit then at 7.30 p.m., the Golden Knights visit the, visit the Islanders. <clears throat> at 8 p.m., the Capitals pay a visit to Minneapolis to take on the Wild. The Blues pay a visit to Calgary for a 9 p.m. Eastern puck drop. And a 9 p.m. puck drop in Edmonton between the Blue Jackets and the Oilers. Followed by puck drops at 10 p.m. in Anaheim between the Ducks and the Sabres. And then it's also Rangers and Sharks from the Shark Tank at 10.30 p.m. Alrighty. With our music flipping, to With our music flipping to the outro music and outro message in moments. It's time for a little podcast news. Well, okay. So here's what we'll say. We know it's late now. But I'd like to let everybody know that 
Super Wild Card Weekend pregame show, part of a three-show event during Super Wild Card Weekend for the NFL. Will be out no later than today or tomorrow. But please, please, please take your time when checking those out. Especially if they are three hours, two hours, one hour long, doesn't matter. This program will also be out before the Penguins hit the ice against the Panthers. And of course, Toronto and New York hit the ice at the Madame Athletic Center on Friday evening. Weekly in Sports returns to the audio airwaves and it will return to YouTube on February on the first, maybe the second day of February. But it is our end of the month January program. And what we can tell you right now, it's going to be a good one. And we've got a conversation that we're going to have with host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, Thomas McGregor, as he makes his weekly in sports debut to the weekly in sports studio. Maybe we'll have Thomas on for longer than one segment. We'll see. But Toronto and New York coming up on Friday. Thomas will have you guys covered for Thomas will have you guys covered for Penguins and Panthers here on Penguins postgame. That's coming your way. During that recording of New York and Toronto. Which is another PWHL recap. As you can see right now, the teams behind me are part of that league, the PWHL. And of course... I will be back with you for Penguins and Habs because even though Penguins post game and the PWHL are both happening around the same day and I won't be on for Florida and Pittsburgh <clears throat> But Thomas will be in there to to back things up for us. We appreciate that. Very, very much. The one last thing I will say, I will be with you throughout the remainder of the pro throughout the remainder of the season. 
as well as doing as many PWHL recaps as I can. For all of you who have tuned in to the PWHL recap, we're going to have our own little discussion on Weekly in Sports about that when we talk to you on Thursday. So make sure you guys stick around for that. But for right now, let me give you my final thoughts here as we move back to the logo that we had pretty much all, all, all episode, all uh, edition long. Oh, nope, that's that, not that one. That's a, uh, that's for a personal thing. Sorry about that. Ah, uh, there we go. I feel like this weekend, Friday and Saturday, is going to be big time movement for the Penguins here. They've lost now two games since beating the Kraken. Back on Monday, January the 15th. So I feel like going into the All-Star break, you got to get points. Get it into overtime. Win it in a shootout. Win it in overtime. Win it in regulation. You got to get points while you're at home. before the All-Star break, and then you definitely got to get points against Winnipeg when you play them to open up. When you open up the second half of the season, wrapping up your three-game homestand. I feel like this game is a bit of a wake-up call for the Penguins. I mean, if the loss to Vegas wasn't a wake-up call, I don't know what is. But I feel like this past loss was definitely a wake-up call. If it's not, I hope, I hope the Penguins are able to beat the Panthers and get a wake-up call when they get down to the final months of the season. Oh, and one more thing. One more thing. Baseball content for the Blue Jays will be returning sports for beginners when we get out of spring training and that's coming soon 
that's coming soon. So the all the off season is pretty much done. The off season is pretty much in the books. Now we're looking forward to spring training. So I just thought I would let that I would let you guys know, especially if you're a Penguins fan, but you're also a Blue Jays fan. We'll be on it like we'll try to be on as many games as possible. But stay tuned to the wrap up of our three game, our three episode, I should say. Season three premiere event to find out how we're going to try to run that. Wrapping up next month in February. All right, everybody. Penguins fall five to two to the Arizona Coyotes. They'll try to get back on their feet at home against Florida on Friday, then Montreal on Saturday. Referees for this game, Peter McDougal, Michael Marakovic, Michelle Camieri, and Killian McNamara. And again, the Coyotes beat the Penguins 5-2 at Mullet Arena to even the series with the Penguins at Mullet Arena in Tempe, Arizona in front of 4,600 fans in attendance. And guess what? That brings this program to a close. So as we do at the end of every Penguins post-game show that I've done, we may not do it the same way that we do it on the ones that I've done, but the ones that Thomas has done, we like to say to you, we would like to say to you that you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. From now on, we say so long for now. Thomas has you covered for Penguins and Panthers. I've got you covered for New York versus Toronto. But I will also have you covered for, yes, I will also have you covered for I will also have you covered for Penguin versus Canadian
Enjoy the music. Specially selected and under fit and under fair use. All credit going to the creators of the music. I don't own any of it, but all credit going to them. It's time for the All Star break. I mean, technically, the All Star break starts after the Penguins have faced the Habs, but until that time, we're still going to do it anyways. So here it is. All Star taking us out. Enjoy the music. I'm out. Go Pens. And I look forward to catching you again after the game on Saturday between the Penguins and the Habs. And also, just to let everyone know, Thomas has you covered for Penguins and Cats. Penguins and Panthers, more specifically. Enjoy the music. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. And all that is Only shooting stars break the mold. It's a cool place, and they say it gets Thank you so much for joining us on another edition of Penguins post game. We like to welcome all. We like to welcome everybody to all Penguin post game shows. Whether you're a fan of the opposing team, a fan of the Penguins, a fan of a different sports team, it doesn't really matter. For information, for information on the show and when it will next happen, who's the host, and much more, log on to Sports for Beginners zero.wordpress.com or check out the Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners. Send us a voice message by using the link provided below in every episode. Send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. And lastly, if you'd like to review the program, we would greatly appreciate it. Five stars, whatever you want to do. Review, rate, it doesn't matter. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, it is never, ever, ever goodbye. It is always until next time. Now back to hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. And all that Only shooting stars break the Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. <laughs>
you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it.